Hey, welcome to JA's Recipe for Success video show and podcast. You know, this show was created to inspire our audience and the students that we serve at JA through the stories and journeys of leaders. I've learned so much from these interviews, and I hope you have too. This month is a special month to Junior Achievement. It's National Entrepreneurship Month. Entrepreneurship is one of our core three pillars. The work that we do with young people around this is just amazing to watch them transform. This is a month to celebrate the successes, contributions, and innovation of our nation's entrepreneurs. It's a time to promote entrepreneurship and recognize the courage of these innovative pioneers. It's a time to recognize the contribution and impact entrepreneurs have on our local economy. And it's a time to encourage and instill the entrepreneurial spirit and mindset in our young people. Today's guest describes himself as a marketer, hustler, philanthropist, and serial entrepreneur. He is the founder and president of Fort Lauderdale-based Wizard Creations, a brand merchandising solutions company. Please help me welcome Luke Freeman, also known as the Swag Father. Welcome. Hey, what's going on, Lori? How are you, my friend? I am great. Is that a takeoff from The Godfather? A little bit, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> I, I love it. My merch swag in there, yeah. I love the word swag. I do. <laughs> if somebody has, walks with swag, gives you swag, I love That's it. Right. Love it. Um, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, I really, really appreciate it. I love, I've always been uh, a, a fan of your energy and all the things that, that you're doing oh, and your creativity. I love your hustle. You're always looking for something <laughs> new. What's the next always thing? Always moving. Always moving. Absolutely. And I guess that's the life of an entrepreneur, right? It is. It is. So, so tell us uh, for our students and for our audience, why did you choose to become an entrepreneur, Luke? What was it? What was it that led you down this path? Well, I think entrepreneurship chose me. You know, I grew up in a uh, small town in Illinois. My dad was an art teacher. My mom was a stay-at-home mom. And I saw very early on their entrepreneurial journey started with them printing t-shirts in our family's garage. And uh, my path in, in my career, I was in corporate America. And at the time, I saw kind of a lot of decisions being made that I just didn't, you know, not necessarily agree with, but didn't understand, you know. And I, I had a, it was right before the recession hit. And I saw a lot of my, in 2008, that is, I saw a lot of my friends and colleagues at my corporation getting laid off. I had an idea at the time I worked for a large uniform company and I had an idea to go into the brand and merchandise space, you know, from my background and presented a whole business plan to my boss at the time. And it kind of fell on deaf ears. And uh, here we are. <laughs> you know, 13 years later, I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm living that dream of entrepreneurship. So I just, I just, um, yeah, I'm very thankful every day I made that choice. That sounds a little bit like the Netflix story, right? How Netflix went to Blockbuster before it was Netflix. Yeah. And Blockbuster poo pooed the idea. And uh, guess what happened, right? The there we go. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, so it's interesting because I think how how you become an entrepreneur i think you talked about watching right your parents and seeing them doing it um and also i think that there's you know people successful people talk a lot about the habits right that they've chosen every day day in and day out that help them to be successful so yeah. talk to us a little bit about how did you do it and are there habits for you that that you really attribute to your success well i think i think uh 
so I'm actually in the middle right now. Your, your question tees up to a shameless plug. I'm actually writing my first book. And, and the three principles that I talk about in, in kind of the how of, of the su- successful small business owner stems from these three things. Number one is confidence. Number two is financial literacy. And number three is branding. <laughs> so, you know, my, my confidence, it, it kind of all started again, going back to my roots as a young kid. My dad is six foot nine. My, I'm five foot eight. My, uh, my mom is like five, two, five, three. And I've got twin brothers that are younger than me. They're six, eight, and six, seven. And they're, you know, so as the older, smaller brother, you know, that confidence had to grow from somewhere, you know, and it's always kind of stuck with me. And I think the number one advice I would give to, for building confidence within yourself when you're, when you're, when you are an entrepreneur facing, you know, some adversity, or if you're thinking about being an entrepreneur to build that confidence up, it's to uplift up others, you know, mm-hmm. that uplifting of, of giving up yourself and your spirit to other people is, um, is what's given, always given me confidence because when I see other people smile, I smile no matter how bad I feel inside uh, or if I'm kind of feeling down on myself. Cause when you're an entrepreneur, you're all by yourself, you know? Yeah. Um, so that uplifting others is what I would say is building confidence. Yeah. It's so interesting. Uh, first of all, I've never seen you on a day where you weren't happy and up and energized. <laughs> so you do it really, really well. Um, and I think you're right. Confidence is true. You know, it's interesting. Um, the other day we were filming the show with four of our young entrepreneurs from JA fellows who went on to graduate the program and graduate high school and they started their own business. And when I asked them their biggest challenge, guess what they said? It was kind of to what you said. They said it was a little scary. Sometimes they would doubt themselves. Right. Um, And so they had to get past that doubt to know that I can do this. Right. And having their support group around them to build them up. Right yeah. when they needed somebody to build them up, so yeah. I, I love that, um, and I love those three. By the way, the second one—did you put that in there just for today's show? Financial literacy. <laughs> you know, maybe you know. <laughs> well, I, 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 I will say, like, so going back to the story of when I was working in corporate America, and I was, you know, I was starting this business on the side, but I never let my corporate job falter. I was still top five percent in the company, so even when I was kind of building what you call a side hustle. I, I, I never let my core job, you know, get on the back burner, you know, but we always live below our means. We still do to this day, you know, and, and that financial literacy part is a lot of people, um, you know, as fast as the money comes in when you're an entrepreneur, because you could have a good month, you could have a bad month. Um, but as a lot of people will spend, 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 but you've got to conserve and you've got to really understand money and, um, and understand how you can, you know, get ahead by by you know taking baby steps as opposed to putting the cart before the horse, you know? Yeah, right. One small thing at a time. Yeah. I remember a coach that I had saying that. You know, um, let's talk a little bit. You mentioned the third item was branding, right? Yeah. Which is so much about what what you do. Yeah. Um, you know, and every entrepreneur thinks that they have the best product or service, the most unique product or service. You Absolutely. Know? Um, and it's, it's, listen, in this, our world today, it's hard to come up with something new, right? So how do we put a spin, so to speak on what we do have? So as an entrepreneur, how do you get your company or your products to stand out from the rest? Talk about that branding piece and how important it is. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, and I, and I, great question. And I, and I think that, you know, my stance on this is, 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 
not unique to anybody else. I mean, whether you're a plumber or whether you're in telecommunications or promotional products like myself, you know, everybody's got a lot of competition, you know? And what I always, I, I talk to a lot of entrepreneurs and talk to a lot of students, as you know, and the one thing that I always tell them as it relates to branding is that you need to think like McDonald's thinks or Coca-Cola, you know, you, you want to own your space. So I always start with a sentence and I, and I say to my, when I was starting out, I said this to myself and now I say, say this to other entrepreneurs, you know, I, I want to be the brand name, the trusted source, the go-to provider of, and fill in the blank. For me, it was promotional products. And then in whatever your city is, you know, so I want to be the premier brand that everybody knows in promotional products in Fort Lauderdale, you know? So that's what I set out to be was I, I wanted people to know us in my market, you know, too often than not, again, going back to taking little steps too often than not, you know, small business owners would say, I want, I want everything. And, and you can, you can dream big, but you know, sometimes by, by, by taking little bites of the apple, it can lead you on a path for greatness. Um, and, and so branding, I start with taking little bites and it first comes down to, you know, what, what do you want people to remember, remember excuse me, <laughs> remember you by. And as you see here, purple, right? I wanted to own the color purple. I wanted to own the word wizard. I wanted, when people came up and saw me when I was starting out, wizard creations, that doesn't say like Luke's promotional products or, you know, buy pens or printing or anything like that. I wanted it to start a conversation. So that was my brand. And I think that that's important when you're starting a business of creating a brand that really identifies you and your passion and, and things that people can get behind and, and then it will kind of grow from there. Yeah, I, I, I think it's true. I mean, look, at JA, we are, you know, that's our mission, right? To be the go-to organization for entrepreneurship, financial and workforce readiness. And so absolutely, I get it. And branding, uh, but it costs a lot of money to brand, right? And all of that. So, um, well, so let, me, let me dive in there with that financial literacy piece and just about like it costs a lot of money to brand. Yes and no. You know, like when I was starting out, like, again, I wanted to before I had fancy embroidery machines to put my logo on stuff and all that. I mean, you can go to TJ Maxx Marshalls and get a purple blazer, a purple shirt, a pur purple socks, purple hanky. And I'm now I'm not saying that for every single business, that is the path, but um, you can do little things, you know, little things that will make you appear, you know, to be bigger than you are as a small market brand that will grow. Yeah. And, you know, I think social media has also helped us brand believe. I know there are other people that pay a lot of money for social social media um, advertising and all that. But even just being on the platforms can create awareness Absolutely. about your brand for free. Right. Yeah. So, so I think you're right. There are it's, it's getting easier with social media to do yeah. that. You know, I think, um, you know, everybody thinks entrepreneurship is easy. Uh, uh, certainly I don't because I've been uh, in touch <laughs> and, and getting to know so many of you yeah. and running a business, even though I didn't found it and I didn't start it. It's not easy, right, to con constantly evolve and stay relevant and right. So it's, it's a lot of work. And every single entrepreneur that I know of has gotten kicked in the gut at some point. Right. <laughs> what was the biggest challenge you have faced in your journey you know, so far and what lesson did you learn from it? 
Well, let's see. Where should I begin? Um, having money stolen from me in the beginning, uh, losing my largest client when I just hired 10 people before Christmas um, because of a hostile takeover, you know, going on reality TV to have the producers, you know, completely cut the story and change it on me or going into the coronavirus pandemic and losing half my business. What, which one should we start with? <laughs> yeah, the, the gut punching is, is, is constant, you know? And, and that's where confidence comes back into play, right? No matter how many times you kick, get kicked back down or, or, or what it is, it's all about this. It's all about putting out love. It's all about putting out positivity because my karma is my success. I never stopped giving back. I never stopped helping other people. Like just as an example, and you asked me to give one example. So I'm just going to give coronavirus as an example because it's present. Pretty much every entrepreneur to some capacity, whether you're winning or you're, you're hurting right now, you're dealing with it in some compassion in, in some fashion, right? So going into this pandemic, I, I had to make awful decisions. I had to lay off staff when I had never laid off staff in my entire career, you know? And, and that was painful. And like the weight of the world on your shoulders as an entrepreneur, knowing that there's just nothing you can do. I mean, our main accounts were pro sports, college sports. We just had landed two cruise lines. So I was going into 2020 um, expecting the biggest year ever, you know? And yeah, it, it sucks. And, 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 and this too shall pass, but I never for once didn't take a call from a friend that was hurting too and say, Hey, Luke, can you help me with what I'm going through? Hey, can, can you help me with this? You always get, get back in it. So I think the biggest thing when you're facing adversity is remember that karma, remember that, 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 that just passion for others and uplifting others and then take a breath. Yeah. And I sat there, I'm not kidding you until when I made my pivot in the pandemic, I sat for two days, two full days in a room, just trapped by myself and my thoughts with my pen of writing, how can I get past this? And we got past it. Well, we're getting past it. We're not, none of us are out of the woods yet. We have no idea what's going to happen, but. That's true. None of us do know what's going to happen, <clears throat> but we have to remain positive. As you said, Yeah. Um, but I hear also, and I'm sure that you're thinking about this as you're moving forward, right? having your businesses in those couple of areas, which ended up being two of the hardest hit areas, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Probably taught you a great lesson about diversification, right? And yeah. making sure that you are doing business across the board yeah. and make right. So that if one sector goes out, yeah. you're in the other sector. So I know yeah. I, I'm sure that's on your list of things you learn uh, or not learn, but that you're applying right now. So, um, you know, I think, do you, or I'm going to ask the question, do you think that entrepreneurship has changed? You've been in it how long now? Uh, 14 years. 14 years. So do you think it's changed over the last 14 years? And if you do, what skills, right? How have you had to shift your own yeah. skills to, to meet the evolving world of entrepreneurship? Yeah. So the biggest change that I've seen over the 14 years is twofold. Number one, the word entrepreneur is very sexy. You know, even back in the mid 2000s, when I started becoming, you know, an entrepreneur um, to start my own business, it wasn't sexy. You know, when I went to college, I graduated in 2004. You know, 
they weren't teaching us. I had one class in entrepreneurship in my university. Now at these institutions, there's dozens. I mean, NSU right here in South Florida has one of the most amazing entrepreneurship programs um, in the country. And I just, I love, that's why I give back because it's so great. Yeah. Um, but um, I'm sorry, I just got, I just got so excited about NSU and I lost my train of thought. What was the question? Well, we love NSU too. So. Yeah. <laughs> I was asking you about how it's changed and then how have oh, you yeah. evolved? Yeah. So, and so like that buzzword of entrepreneur has just taken this, this rapid like growth, you know, like everybody loves it. So that's number one, that it wasn't sexy when I was going to school and, and it was very kind of frowned, frowned upon like, Hey, go to school, get a good education, get a good job and be done with it. You know, it wasn't like, Oh, take risks. Now it's like everybody's an entrepreneur. So that's the second thing is social media. You've got a lot of people, you know, now, now rightfully so they're inspiring people, you know, that are on social media that are like every day. It's like, get up, do this, do this. And, and all this noise. But at the end of the day, you know, 99.9% .9 of humans that are consuming that data of the feel good, positive messages of entrepreneurship don't understand how to put those blocks together, you know? And that's where I take it down to the basics of just confidence, financial literacy and branding, because you can have, you know, like this big dream and all this stuff. But if you don't know how to set up a QuickBooks file, it's going to be pretty tough for you to take, you know, payables. <laughs> right. Especially at the start, because you can't afford a bookkeeper, right, <laughs> to do it for you. 100%. You have yeah. to be a jack of all trade in a sense, right? And now, you know, for marketing, how you go back to how entrepreneurship has changed, you know, before as a small business, you could, you could be like, all right, I'm going to do my marketing with the yellow pages, right? Or I'm going to go do a billboard or I'm going to go do some digital marketing. You, you got to be, you have to be visible on every platform and you have to know about every platform. So you can't just kind of fake it before you make it anymore. You, you really have to put the time into having a website, into having a Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and, and understanding, you know, what, what, what is the, outward appearance going to be from the branding of the pamphlets and all that. You got to be well-rounded marketer too, to have a small business. Yeah, I think you're so right. And and what I hear you saying is right. We have to constantly be learning. I yeah. mean, like I said, the world is changing daily. Technology is changing daily. And if we don't stay up on, right, what we need to do yeah. to be the best yeah. and to stand out from the rest, right, then we fall behind. And so, yeah. and that's a grind. Right. On top of running the business, you need to make sure you're learning and you're you know, taking care of your people. And 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 by the way, at that point, you go, oh, I'm exhausted. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you have to keep filling yourself up with that confidence. Yeah. Now. And well, I, love like that. Even, I mean, even right now, just as an example, I'm 14 years into this. I'm actually going to school right now for digital marketing because I'm 50 percent owner now in Wizard Digital. My partner, Seth Rand and I and I'll and I don't like being the dumbest guy in the room. So, you know, even though I'm, I'm the owner and I'm a figurehead of a, you know, a major digital marketing agency, now I don't know what the heck, you know, some of the terms are. So I'm going back to college right. <laughs> taking courses to learn. So absolutely, you got to stay learning. Yeah. To me, it's the key to success. Honestly, if you asked me for anything, it would be that would be yeah. the key to success. Keep learning. Um, and so and so speaking of key to success, one of the things I always ask people is what is your main ingredient to success? Right? Do you have a main ingredient? Like, what's your superpower? Oof. <laughs> my my superpower is my competition, my competitive nature mm, within me. I love that. That's my superpower. But here's the deal: kind of like kryptonite, you know. I have to channel that for the power of good. 
<laughs> and, um, you know, so I, I, I would say my superpower is, is the, co- the confidence and the competition. But where I've grown over the last 10 years or so as an entrepreneur, a, a mentor, a husband, father, leader, community leader is I know when to ask for help. You know, that confidence has led me down paths. For example, the reality TV thing where I went into that, everybody around me was like, you can't control that scenario. And it ended up being something completely different than what I thought it would be. So I learned from that mistake of not listening to my exterior circle. And now I have a coach, you know, so the coach has a coach, you know, the, you know, I, I have wonderful people around me that I ask for advice of how to kind of get through situations. So I think it's learning from your mistakes and, and, and changing them, you know, cause what's the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again. I can keep listening to myself, but if I get the same result, what am I doing? You know? Exactly. And, and, you know, I think it, again, you know, it's interesting. It, it all leads back to that confidence because you have the confidence to admit, I don't know the answer. Yeah. Yeah. I need help. Right. Yeah. That takes confidence and courage to do, to do those yeah. things. Um, you know, I think, one of the things um, that I, or I'd like to know, what is one of the things that you wish someone, your parents, whoever it was that, that you were watching through all of this had told you before you became an entrepreneur? Is there something that, and, and would it have changed your, your decision to become one? Well, I, I think the, the biggest thing that you learn around the grind is how lonely it is so many times. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's really lonely when you have to make these difficult decisions. And then when you have success, you know, you have a lot of different feelings and emotions that come with that success sometimes, you know, some, some kind of like hate or envy and, and things like that. And, and like for somebody like me, that's very emotional, that's kind of hard, you know? So that's one thing, you know, you got to kind of deal with is the, the, the severe ups and downs, from an emotional standpoint for an entrepreneur is just it's it's really really tough um and 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 i'll admit it i'm proud of it i mean i didn't start seeing a therapist and my therapist is kind of like a therapist that's personal life coach but that ability to kind of talk to somebody about life about business about emotions about like how i'm feeling about the, the really extreme highs and the really lows of entrepreneurship i would highly recommend that everybody that's in an entrepreneurial role because you have that outlet both friends and families but for also from an unbiased opinion of what you're going through and and just get it out you know it's just great I agree with you. I think everyone should have a coach, right? Whether it's for personal reasons or like you said, life. Absolutely. Um, and also I, I, the other thing that I think is you got to have your support of peers who have maybe been through something you've been through before, yeah. right? Vistage or an EO or YPO or one of yeah. those groups where you can bring it and, and you, you trust these people and you, you believe in their, you know, what they've done before. So yeah. So I agree totally with you. No, no stigma. I can't imagine that there's even a stigma in any of that. You'd be surprised in all of my entrepreneurial groups when I've brought up that aspect, mm. you know, especially yeah. the guys, I don't know what it is. Like, especially yeah. the, the, the guys are like, wait, what? It's like, it's, I don't know. It's like, pride and ego, I guess. a little to, bit of pride and ego. Yeah. yeah I agree. You know, so. 
So, you know, uh, Luke, because you've been a part of our JA Fellows program, you've yeah. been a shark uh, on the Spark Tank. And um, and so, you know, as I said, I just did a show with the four of them who have actually gone to build their own businesses. Yeah, awesome. One of them is now employing 13 people. So great. He's kind of in your space as well, actually. I love it. Connect you guys. But um, what advice would you give to our students who are in the program who are thinking about going into entrepreneurship? So, so the advice is, you know, number, number one is a business plan, mm. you know? So I, I literally, you know, it's funny. I had a wonderful call yesterday with somebody that's in a similar place in life that I was when I was starting out. He has a corporate job. He's kind of toying around with, with starting a business. He's got some different side hustles. He's making some money. But I said to him, I'm like, you know, do you have a business plan? What, what is your business going to be? What is your brand? What, you know, what is your target demographic of consumer? You know, where is, where are you going with this? What, what is your goals? Three years, five years. And he didn't have one. Mm -hmm. So I shared with him, uh, you know, a website that I use, you know, I, I, I'm actually either, you know, an investor or an owner of six different companies, all of which are profitable. And I would, I would achieve, I would, um, I would say they're profitable because I have a business plan for each. And I use a website called liveplan.com, L-I-V-E-P-L-A-N.com. And LivePlan allows you to, in real time, it asks you intuitive questions about what kind of business you want to make. I think it's $9.99 a month or $19.99 a month or something. It's, it's pretty cost effective, um, but it helps give you a framework to put yourself in a place to succeed. You know, I, I think that most of the businesses, you know, like the statistics, at least it was years ago, was like after five years, many of these companies, small businesses fail. Right. And I think that the failure rate is because they don't have a solid foundation. You know, you don't build a house and just throw it on a, you know, you got to have a foundation. So same thing with a business. Yeah. And I think young people, I think that's such an important message for them to hear, because I think, you know, look, they're young. They haven't planned yeah. out their life and um, and they don't want to plan. Right. They just kind of want to go with it. Uh, I know my own daughter, you know, now she's 25, so she understands the importance of a plan. But I can remember when she was 17, 18, yeah. you know, saying to her, even if it's for life, just what's your plan for the next three years? Because yeah. you don't know where you're going. Yeah. Right. Kind of like getting in the car to go somewhere and you don't have yeah. a plan where you're going to just drive around. Right. Yeah. Um, and so they need to hear it. And, and believe it or not, it really does stick with them. And people like you and this advice can can really, truly change their trajectory in their life. So thank you for that. Thank you Absolutely. for all that you give back. Yeah to our community, to our young people. Um, we celebrate you, uh, your entrepreneurial spirit, uh, and the contributions you've made, not only economically, right, but also to the good of our community. And so thank Absolutely. you. I, I really do uh, admire uh, admire you, and thank you for your honesty. Thank and you. Yeah. All, all, all about it. Thank you so much, Lori. Oh, you are so welcome. And thank you to all of you for watching and listening. You can get involved in National Entrepreneurship Month, mentor, support organizations like JA, mentor young people, or even somebody like Luke, right? If he's got a question, be there for him. Uh, and that's how we can help our, our entrepreneurs. If you enjoyed today's show, please visit your favorite podcast uh, platform and or our website, jasouthflorida.org, to see and hear more about the ingredients of great leader success. Uh, and if you really liked it, we hope you'll share it. 
So thank you again, Luke. Thank you, everyone. And we look forward to seeing you on the next episode of Game. Hey, go out there and spread that love today. Spread that love and let's That's get right. cooking. <laughs> thank you, Luke. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.